do you remember what uh, what it is you were going to tell me? Well, I remember the the thought provoking, funny, but mostly just entertaining. With nearly 100 years of combined life experience, prepare to listen in on excitement, intrigue, absurdity. This is the David Allen show. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you were here? Or Friday. Friday works. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not Saturday. Okay. I mean, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Saturday in Iraq. Actually, Saturday in San Antonio. Uh, This is the David Allen Show uh, coming to you. On location. On location. Uh, Actually, both of us are out of the studio today. Yeah. Uh, I, Allen, I'm in. Uh, the Southern Command of wow, <laughs> uh, just about um, half mile outside of uh, an Air Force base. Oh wow! A, what do they call it? Joint and Lackland Air Force Base. Anyway, <clears throat> down here uh, observing some some uh, indoctrination by our government. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. I- Yep, that's exactly what it at is. The, at the parade today, they said these 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 men have been indoctrinated. You've indoctrinated these men. Yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Propaganda, right there. That's true. Uh, and you are in a blizzard, no? Or almost? No, you you missed the blizzard. Is that right? We got. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. I wanted one because then you know, you know. No, what? I don't know. Uh, no school, and then oh, I forgot. Your jo- yeah, yeah, yeah. You're one of those people. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, I am. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> is it warm? Um, yeah. Driving back, it was in like 69 degrees. Sunroof down. It was working all right. Sun sunroof is down. And it rolled it down. <laughs> I'm okay. <clears throat> Open. Wow. Um. Yesterday, I think it touched the nineties. Wow! Yeah, which they were they were saying that that's kind of hot for February here, which I think okay, I'm in. It's hot for February. Uh, so we came down um, to uh, observe the culmination of um, B what BMT. Is that I don't know. Bowel mo- what is that? <laughs> well, it is Air what Force. Is <laughs> it's Air uh, Force. No. That's right. Although the, the, the best Air Force in the world, they say, they claim. It is. Which is yeah, true. I mean, which is true. It's true. So, I mean, if you compare apples to apples, yeah. but if we were to compare apples to, say, oranges or jars, as they say, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, how well, long ago did you know <laughs> what? What? Well, I was just going to say that, you know, the Air Force, um, it's, I would say, 98%, maybe 99%. You you wouldn't necessarily call it uh, the armed forces. Um, there is, there is a, a, a subset that's very... Um, very elite and studly, um, but the vast majority of the rest, they use their minds rather than their brawn. So. Excellent. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> so would you call them the intellectual sect of the army? Uh, no, no, sect not, isn't the not right army. Word. I mean, not the army. military. The military. No, Sorry. no, no, no. I would even. <laughs> I would say, I would say that you have some very rough and uh, very elite uh, units, but they're a very small subset. So, like for instance, I think. Well, I'm sure they they fire their rifle in boot camp, correct, but the way, correct. but. But the way it used to be, yeah, I mean, you might, it might be one day and you'd fire a couple of rounds down, down range and then that would be it, you know, but maybe it's different now. I don't know. I do know that when I was in, uh, in Okinawa, the Marines weren't allowed into, uh, the Air Force E-clubs. <clears throat> Why? Because they were they just go dumb in. jarheads? Yeah, they were just animals. They'd go in there and just tear the place up. <clears throat> Huh. And, uh, yeah, but you know, when you get, I mean, there's some, there's some really good, hard people and the pilots are good. Um, the rest there, I mean, if, <laughs> I mean, the reason why they're in there, they are in the air force and not in the Marine Corps, the army is because they're smart. So I'm, you know, I get it. Smart or <laughs> you realize that uh, our good friend Jay is probably going to hear this. And oh, he's yes. going to lord that over you even more, no, no, right? No, no. I've I've always he'll he'll say that he's <laughs> a, he he was in the air force and no he he would say uh, to somebody yeah I was in the military <laughs> no how would it go and no he'd say he's in the air force or some no that's what it was he'd say he's a veteran and then I'd always <laughs> go I didn't know you were in the military <laughs> so. Nice. <laughs> Huh. But but yeah. It it doesn't have the uh the uh the martial culture that maybe other ones do. Other uh branches do or other units. But of course, just like in everything else, even the Coast Guard, they have they have really specialized elite units that, you know, really excellent tough people but but on, but, the, but whole. The, on the whole the coast guard sucks too <laughs> so are, is, is the claim that the, the marines uh all of them are awesome is that the idea well or stupid uh, okay because i mean you you get you get uh there you come out of them you come out of marine corps boot camp with a, a very different attitude than uh like the army or the navy or whatever um uh but i mean it's true but um no uh jay jay and i we've agreed that you know i'm not going to make fun of him being an air force we're going to start making mocking the coast guard instead so we have a united enemy so you can <laughs> or an so enemy that we're united no, uh, against there's no personal connection there <laughs> yeah yeah exactly huh I don't know if that's better. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm obviously I'm kidding, but, uh -huh. but it's it's a little inner service rivalry, so. <laughs> that's what they call it. But but. Uh, <laughs> so so how was BMT or whatever they called? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
just when you say it that way, it just sounds so. So how was summer <laughs> camp? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> um, I it, I don't know. It's interesting. It it's kind of. I mean, it's one of the reasons I watch the. I try to watch the entire day of the presidential inauguration because sure. I'm intrigued with the process. Mm-hmm. You know the whole, uh, all the pomp and the circumstance they put out is mm-hmm. kind of fascinating. And this. <laughs> Yesterday was their initial when they all get a little coin. Um, they graduate from. Uh, yeah, it was the first step, is... and then today they had a parade where they. Um... Did they have clowns? <laughs> they should have. <laughs> they had people with flags, Clown. and they all walked. They all walked kind of like, <laughs> like weird chickens. <laughs> I will say the official like. Straight up walk in like at attention looks mm-hmm. outrageously stupid. Oh, when you one person does it, uh huh. Uh-huh. You've got you know 100 guys in unison, that's kind of neat looking and terrifying, yeah. But when one person's walking across this huge field and their thumbs are shoved at the ground and their chin is staring up and they're leading with like the sternum, like that's what yeah. that's the farthest thing pointing out, yeah, they look like dummies. Yeah. Like, did they really shove something up yeah, to get that position? How, is what it feels yes, it looks is. like. Yep. So, uh, other than that, so then today they wandered about in the grass like that. Um, and, wandered? <laughs> in very tight formation. Okay. Um, and then they all, like, pledged allegiance to uh, the Tr- the President Trump and... Uh, to defend and uphold the Constitution and do whatever their president tells them and what? their commanders tell them. I'm, preface, I'm paraphrasing, but... <laughs> I mean, they said the... Pre- All hail Trump. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, they had, they, they, uh, they had to, you know, swear to, you know, follow the orders of the president and the people that are put in charge of them. Um, which is Trump. So, I mean, they could have said, hail yeah. Trump. You know, that would have been yeah. appropriate. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> let's see. And then they all, like, came forward to the edge of the grass. They weren't allowed to step on this pavement yet, but the pa- edge of the grass, and they got to, um, you know, we are gladiators, we salute you, kind of Caesar thing. Um, what? <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> way of describing it. <laughs> no, that was actually yesterday, where they're we in the we're in the middle of this like even. arena. Okay. <laughs> we were watching it, <laughs> and uh, it was strange because I, I I wondered throughout the day why every surface was cement. The bleachers are cement. The ground is cement. There's no grass. You know, it's not like a field. Or like a track where they run. This track is painted on cement. And part of me thinks it's good because it kills their feet <laughs> to run on all the time. And uh, it makes the yelling that much louder. So when they're out well, there they, screaming, they, it echoes. It's a flat, hard surface for reflection of sound. Well, I think another thing is... <clears throat> can they hose you... the blood down easier? <laughs> well, yeah. If it was Marine Corps, maybe. Um, <laughs> but... Um, what 
when you're when you're being taught to march oh you, you need a hard taught, surface you're taught to drive your heel into the ground yes that's what it looked like yeah so so when you're when you're marching you're driving your heel oh, on the ground okay so you can't do that on dirt very easy very yeah. successfully well you can't it's hard to be taught that on dirt mm. because you can't hear it you can't feel it you know so so that's another reason they look like idiots who walks with your heel down um I think it's nobody that's spry. It's right? all about stealing uh, discipline and uh, working yeah, as a unit. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Most of this yeah. eight-week bowel movement is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> I say wow. that because I there's no way I could do it, so I'll just mock it. It's fun. No, you could. No, Air Force, you could. You could do the Air Force. I mean, anybody could do any of the boot camps. All they'd have to do is just not quit. You know, that's I, it. Well, that's probably true. And just try. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, but it was uh, interesting, and you know, our our, our connection here um, is it works out that uh, he's top of the game, which helps. So. It's it's a little bit more fun that way, you know. It's not like we got the bottom end, the loser of the club. Uh, if anything, we're here uh, in support of the top of the club, so that's very cool. Um, well, so was he honor man? Oh yes. Oh, yeah. outstanding! Mm -hmm. Outstanding. Not the top of the whole club, but up there with them. So uh -huh. that's cool. Uh, although his uh, group, he was the <laughs> he, uh, he got put as the uh, dorm chief. And gotcha. Um, it's it was funny over the last two days as he'd run into so, other, the, uh, the other people that were in his dorm. They, they all stay like, in the dorm. <laughs> they do. They bunk together. Do they <laughs> do each roommates. other's hair and talk about boys? Yes, it's. I mean, I I almost have more hair than they do. So <laughs> that's funny. Uh -huh. Dorm. Wow. Uh, so and, and it was kind of funny because they were calling him dorm dad and chief dorm chief kind of funny uh, but it was really cool because uh these are all young mostly young guys and it was just fun to watch them like be very uh deferential very much so and appreciative and like oh we've never done it without you and thank you oh that's and his, great and his oh that is great uh whatever the lady the trainer person um drill instructor had a few um very positive things to say about him um like to the point of, uh, I've never ha had anyone that good before. Kind wow. of situation. So that's cool. Wow, makes you feel good, even though I had yep. absolutely nothing to do with it. But yep. still kind of cool. So yeah, that's fun. <clears throat> and they're off. And then somebody died. <laughs> or is that what? No, I kind of felt bad though, because during the coin thingy yesterday, uh, it's hot. And they're all standing in their, you know, foot, whatever they are, their camouflage kind of digital clothes. And this one, you know, it's so hot. And the one kid mm, kind of almost fainted, almost. Uh, lock, locked his knees. I must have or something. And so he got walked out. So that's a bummer. So he got out of there uh, and <clears throat> didn't get presented there. So I, I hope he's all right, but. Oh, probably. Uh, oh, I, I did have a thought. Um, one of the things that, as you know, guests, we 
got to do was go into like a big an auditorium and they show some film of the process. Uh-huh. You know, what they what your airman went through and all this stuff. And you know, they're showing all the haircuts. You know, all these guys. They didn't want to show the girls. Which uh if they're gonna start putting the women in the same class as men, yep. you know, combat sure, shave their heads. Yep. Absolutely. They shouldn't be allowed to have hair. If the guys can't have it, the girls shouldn't be able to have it. Well, yeah. So I, I, I if agree. they're going to be equal, if they're going to cl- claim that they are the same and they should get the same everything, okay, no hair. Then and same uh, I PT mean, qualifications. Demi everything else. Moore did it for crying out loud. Yeah. Oh wait, that was just a movie. <laughs> I have I have opinions about that. <clears throat> <laughs> what do what? tell you? <laughs> About what? Yeah. About Demi Moore? Yeah, trying to become a seal. <clears throat> That's ridiculous. You don't you don't you don't think the movie was true? Huh. Okay, never mind. So <laughs> moving on here. <laughs> <coughs> sorry. Um uh, sorry, also um I don't have a noise gate, so you're gonna hear everything that you normally wouldn't hear on this fine fine show that we produce. Once this up to now, once weekly. This is episode fifty-one. Wow! Of this David Allen show. Wow! A year and a week since we started. Did you say urine? <laughs> oh, a year and oh, gotcha. Yep. You know, there's a there's a play called Urine Town. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. It just remind me. You thought I, yeah. Anyways, anyways, you were saying. I don't remember. <laughs> so, so you went to the graduation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So pomp and circumstance. Yeah, uh, it was. You know, they're yelling their song or their chant, their creed, whatever they sing or whatever. The airmen's something. Mm. And it. It's also interesting because having that many primarily male voices, at least those are the ones that carried loud, um, yelling, we will never fail, or whatever, is kind of terrifying. <laughs> and I can imagine that, you know, hundreds of years ago, when that's how battles were fought, is in these rows of, you know, perfectly in uniform men yelling yeah. at you, I'd I'd run. But then, you know, when that, and I noticed it today because we got to go wander in their dorms and see how pristine their um, their dorms are. Do they have their own rooms? Well, no. Well, no, it's like a room with, you know, 50 guys in it. Okay. So that's okay. Cool. So, yeah. Every 50 has a room. <laughs> <laughs> they each get a bed, and they have shelves, and a locker. <coughs> Oh, but it's not. It's a bunk bed, though, right? No, no, no. It's all one. So they're all. So it's like cubicles. No, it's kind like um, the room is close to a square, I would think, and then there's a, a half wall that goes up down the middle of it, and then there's you can walk around the other end, and then there are two rows of beds on either side of that wall. Oh, okay. So the idea is you you know, each bed has a locker. And so you have 
a bed here and here, and there's a walkway between them. Well, there's a locker at the ends of each bed as you go down. And those of you listening, I mean, he's, he can see me, what I'm doing. So um, <laughs> those of you listening, just allow your imagination to run. Let your mind. This is the theater of the mind here. <laughs> and in that theater, we just move to the ocean. Oh, the wind. <laughs> David just fell asleep. Hey, oh, so, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, mommy? Mom? <laughs> wow, so... um, I, ha- I was going somewhere with that, and I forgot. Oh, you were wandering around their oh, okay. dorm. Okay, why? Um, oh, no. the uh, <clears throat> Thinking of, you know, the structure and war back how it used to be. Really, uh-huh. really, you know, uniform lines, and you just shoot at the line, and, you know... I guess the big, bigger the group, the better you were, because then your front guys fall off, you're still there. But today, there's there's still training, because this is apparently where all Air Force gets basic training. That's bowel movement, whatever it is. All of them come here. <laughs> and so there are constant like levels of trainees yeah. going around. Yeah. And so... All of the family and friends of these of the graduating group this year or right now um, got to go in the dorms. Well, these buildings are set up so the entire underneath is open, and then there's a middle, so it's like a big square, and the middle is open up to the top. You know, this is like four, three, four stories. I think I think it's three stories above, so it's a four story building, <clears throat> and. Inside the middle is just this cavernous, echoey chamber with, you know, glass on top or light opaque on top and a roof and then uh, down. And so and then underneath it, it's all open. So you can see when you're down on the ground there, you can see through all the buildings. The only thing that's not is the stairwells. Those go down in the corners, but you can see through. And so these groups of of uh, trainees are in their, you know, fatigues or whatever they're called They're Yeah. Camouflage Yeah, with backpacks on, you know, in these formations. Underneath there, trying to train as all these stupid family members are just wandering about, sitting on the ground, laying. And it kind of made me think, in in war, the the, um, armies would stand in those lines facing each other. Mm -hmm. Well, thinking back to the, uh, when the militia came about they didn't do that they were the crazy family members sitting around you know lounging and you know mm-hmm. coming at you at will rather than in a nice pretty uniform line and i i was thinking today those guys have to just be freaking out because they're not allowed to sit on the ground and to just lean against stuff and be out of formation and all these yep. dumb civilians are doing it in their space and it made me think i bet you that's how the old armies used to feel when the militia came out and started killing them because they weren't allowed to get out of the, to change what they did. And all of a sudden these little peons are running about shooting at them in crazy order. But don't you think that they kind of thought that it was dishonorable to fight that way? Of course they did. Yeah. So then they would look down on. Oh yeah. Yes. It was very much. Oh, how dare they, as they were getting slaughtered. (laughs) Yeah. It was dignity or honor. Right. It was an interesting image in my that I kind of saw there that that I really think must have been 
part of the thing because you know what was his name Cornwallis. Uh, how dare yep. they? How how dare they get out? They're not forming up and letting us shoot at them. How rude! Yep, yep. It's got to be that. But they had experienced that in the uh, in the French Indian War because they fought against the French and the Indian who would do hit and run guerrilla tactics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they were, but I oh, suppose but they, they were savages. Those. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, isn't that? You know, I just think of if you got hit by a round back then. Um. Oh, man, the agony! Because if you got hit hard in the arm, they're gonna they're gonna cut your arm off. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what they did because they, there was no mm-hmm. surgery, and it was, I mean, like a Gettysburg and whatnot. They'd have a tent and like a pile of arms or a pile of legs sitting outside the tent where they just, just got cut off. Yeah, or because they, they cut, cut them off. They cut them off outside. and throw them in the pile. Oh man. You know, no anesthesia, so they're yeah, they, holding they, down well, they had that. while they're... It's called not, whiskey. No. <laughs> no, they probably didn't even have yeah. that, did they? Yeah. But, I mean, if you just got shot, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think there's a whole new level of pain that we've never experienced because now, you know, you get a toothache, you go to the dentist uh-huh. and they take care of it. Um, <clears throat> they had, they were very familiar with chronic debilitating pain, I would think. I'm glad we're living now. Yeah, I can't complain about that either. Yeah. Plus, we got air conditioning. So. Oh, you mean you just opened your door outside and let it in? Exactly. (laughs) Minnesota has air conditioning. all over. Outside Most of the year. Yeah. Well, they need it down here, that's for sure. Although, it's been nice. Last night, we were out. um, They could. The airmen couldn't leave base yesterday, so we just had to hang out on base, and that's kind of cool. But we were up at the golf course area because why not have a golf course? And as the sun went down, it was really kind of cool. And then the breeze picked up, and it was it was lovely. Huh? Yeah, and uh, Marine Corps boot camp. you're called a recruiter worse. They never call you a Marine because you haven't earned it yet. So from day one, you would lay down in your rack. Before you go to sleep, you would um, you would uh, recite the first verse of the Marine Corps hymn, but you couldn't sing it because you're not a Marine yet, and only a Marine can sing it. So... The whole time that you're in boot camp, you're a thing, you're a recruit, you're an expletive deleted. Um, <clears throat> the whole time. And then, like, the night before you graduate, the drill instructor, when you're in, you know, in Iraq, ready to go to sleep, allows everybody to sing the Marine Corps hymn because the next day you're going to be a Marine. <laughs> and it's a, it's a really, uh, <clears throat> it's different than any of the other services because if you go in the army, you're a soldier. I, I shouldn't say it like, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> in the Marine Corps, is only one, and that's that's why it's it's a little it's more brainwashing than the typical military. <clears throat> so, but all that being said, I uh, 
I had, uh, I mean, I'm glad I, I went in the Marine Corps, but I think I would have preferred the Air Force. <laughs> so I can whine, all, I can, I can complain all I want. <clears throat> but I'm proud of being a Marine, but oh, yeah. Go Air Force. He says, he says with such dignity <laughs> and pride. Yeah. You were gonna, um, you were gonna tell me a story, or is that later? What? I'm trying to think. You, what? You were gonna is uh something that happened. I don't know on the way down there or while you were down there. You were, uh oh, remind oh, me. Well, one thing, which I think is hilarious, I saw a billboard on the way down. Because uh, we decided we would drive 18 hours down here. Yep. And at some point in Texas, there's a billboard that has a huge marijuana leaf on it. <laughs> and it says, until it's legal, <laughs> call this guy. And I think it's a lawyer billboard. Ah, uh, let me see if I've got it. I want to think um, it's the drugglawyer.com. Let me check, though. Because if it oh, is that's funny, <laughs> uh, it was hilarious. Let's, yeah, uh, I think the so. drug lawyer, the drug lawyer dot com. <laughs> the emblem of authenticity is the marijuana leaf they have. It's their emblem. Our of mission authentic- during the past thirty years, something has happened to the American criminal justice system. That never should have happened. It became an industry. 30 or more years ago, most crimes had victims. These days, the majority of crimes prosecuted revolve around drugs and alcohol. In that same 30 years, America's incarceration rate grew to, the, to exceed that of any culture in history. In a culture where so many are without work, putting each other in chains has become big business. The Drug Lawyer is the first ever franchise conceived with the idea of putting itself out of business. Most Americans now understand that the drug war is a foolish waste of lives and resources. The drug war continues primarily because the drug, quote, warriors have become as addicted to the policy of prohibition as anybody has ever been addicted to drugs. The drug lawyer is a network of lawyers who understand that the war on drugs is, in fact, a war on ourselves. Our League of Lawyers is committed to ending the war on drugs while mitigating the harm it does in the meantime. Man, I agree. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. So until it's legal, thedruglawyer.com, and that was, that was a blazing billboard. It was fantastic. Oh, then today I was head driving to Austin, and I saw a billboard for a, a – I'm pretty sure it was a United, United Pentecostal Church billboard. Um, <laughs> and it had the picture of the pastor and his wife, and it said – do you need real church (laughs) in quotes real was in quotes and had their church name on it wow (laughs) like i'm I'm curious because (laughs) hmm i mean nothing like blatantly just insulting every other possible denomination you're you're conceited (laughs) wow yeah well, I mean, <clears throat> a lot of uh, churches like that, there is, you know, 
there is that. I mean, if you if you are very very um, convinced that everybody else has it wrong, mm-hmm. there is a sense of condescension, I guess you could say. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I grew up there at uh, United Pentecostal. Church. I did. <clears throat> yep. I wasn't sure what denomination it was. Um, but like I used to go to uh, uh, fundamental uh, Baptist church, and they're they're the same way. I <laughs> I went to one, and um for a little while and the pastor one time was preaching about um, he was railing against men who wear pink Uh-oh. and I almost yeah. bought a pink shirt today <laughs> yeah <laughs> whoops my daughter went to uh, to India and oh, I guess no, in India nice. uh, the um, lot of men wear the color pink mm-hmm. pink is the and new black because that's Donald Trump Yes. The other thing is in India, uh, a lot of the men, like if you're good friends with somebody, you'll walk down the street and hold their hand. Africa's that way too, yeah. It's very normal to see guys holding hands. It's just, that's what you do. That's how you talk. Normally, if you're going to have a conversation, that's what you do. Can you imagine doing that in America? (laughs) Well, I can. Holy cow, everybody. You you see that all the time in certain places (laughs) during certain parades. Um, but yeah, I just, it's, it's just weird how, uh, different churches make, like they make certain cultural things almost, uh, you know, uh, you know what I mean? <clears throat> A contingent upon salvation, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm, I still have the druglawyer.com up, and there's a button you can push to see who their lawyers are. Our attorneys, Chad Moody, is in central yeah. Oklahoma, and Seba Kalaf is in Tulsa. So what? they're advertising into the Texas from Oklahoma. Interesting. Wow. Uh, they have a banner uh, across the top of their website that says, Remember, never answer police questions. Utilize your right to remain silent. Always ask to speak with the drug lawyer immediately. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great, I think. I mean, I don't... What? No, is this sarcasm or real? No, it's real. Oh. I don't think anybody should ever talk to a cop unless, oh, of yes, course... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless they're talking to you? Well, <clears throat> unless they're going, hey, how's it going, oh, while you're yeah. walking down the street. But if they pull you over hmm. and... You give them one-word answers, and if they ask more than that, <clears throat> you know, just give them what's reasonable. You know, where are you going? Well, you know, tell them. Don't be a jerk. But if they ask to search your car, the answer is uh, no. Uh, not just no, but no. Do you have a warrant? <clears throat> no, you don't ask that. You just say no, right? Yep. Oh, here we go. Traffic stops right here on the side of their website. Do not consent to a search. Never answer police questions. 
Always ever. asked to speak. To, yeah. So this. Yeah. Am I? Here's their fact. Am I likely to do jail time? Jail time is unusual for most first time and possession and and possessory offenses. However, as the number of priors that one has, as the number of priors that one has and the quantity of drugs involved increases, your chances of being incarcerated increase correspondingly. Yep. Yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah. I I would think I mean, I can see some people that find relief from maybe chronic conditions, you know, by mm-hmm. taking marijuana. Mm-hmm. I could see people, you know, that, uh, um, you know, might potentially in a, in a, just because they have to for their standard of living or their child's standard of living do it. Right. But, um, if it's if it's illegal, I mean I I don't agree I don't think that most of those laws I think are ridiculous personally, but that being said, I don't think that you should break the law, you know, I mean if something's legal, why why in the world would why in the world would you continue to risk it? I just don't get that one, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> but yeah. But yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people that are in uh, law enforcement, and um, and I don't deal with anything like that any longer. Um, so at this point, I mean, if I know uh, oh. with law enforcement, <laughs> yes, I yes. don't do those anymore. It's all right. But I mean, I. There's uh like I would see some um, when I worked I'd see some highway patrolmen and and whatnot they'd come in and talk and stuff like that if I got pulled over for one of them and they asked to search my car I wouldn't care who they are I, no absolutely not <clears throat> absolutely not <clears throat> and I think that you know what some people say well uh, if you don't have anything to hide why you know what's the big deal? That's um, not the point. Yeah, it's not the point at all. Um, so if you don't have anything to hide, should a cop be able to walk <laughs> into your house and mm-hmm. search your house mm-hmm. at any chance? Well, you don't have anything to hide. I mean, it's yeah, ridiculous. What's the problem? Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, so you're you're down there. You're you're watching your experiencing the U.S. military in all of its glory, what do you Indoctrination, think? Indoctrination, yes. Propagandizing of our young children, yep. So what do you think? Do you wish you would have joined? Are you, does this I don't think so. I, I had the thought yesterday that I don't think it would, I would hate it if my kids wanted to go that route. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really appreciate the uh, the respect and the decorum that is drilled into these kids. Mm-hmm. My only, I mean, because back home we have a national guard, mm-hmm. and so there's a you know there's always kids that are going locally to that, and then they come back after basic training. Yep, and 
I didn't see them, and I don't really see that that same level kind of continue. And I don't know if that's because the National Guard thing is different in that, yeah, you know, it's it not is. consistent. You know, once yeah. they're done, it's not, you know, yeah, they have a drill week. But, I mean, I've taken pictures at drill weeks, and it's kind of haphazard and not near yeah. what I would assume it would be and not even remotely what it is, what we experienced this weekend or this week here. Yeah. Um, but I, I really love the amount of respect and the amount of decorum that they all have. That is cool. And I wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt my feelings at all um, to see more people have just that respect for others. Mm-hmm. And so for that, I really, really like that piece of it. Um, and, you know, yeah, you have dust on your bed, and so we're going to yell at you. That seems ridiculous, but I, I get what they're doing. It makes sense. You know, it's it's just about discipline, period. Yeah, It's about doing what you're told and doing it excellent. Okay. Te- yeah, tearing people down and so that they will uh, hopefully... Uh, um, follow orders without thinking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, that... You know, there, there's an element of that that is, is good. and I don't know. You know, I, I would assume that, that the benefits potentially are life-changing, but I also think that, you know, if you go uh, do a really good internship or you go serve something bigger than yourself, you go on a mission, you know, you, you go serve in a mission for a year. Um, I, I think you can get similar life experience out of it. Sure. Um, yep. And you can build those things. So I, I don't by any means think that that is the, the only place to get that. I, I'm intrigued yep. with the process and I, I think it'd be fantastic just to watch a lot more of how they do it. Sure. And so I guess I don't know if you have to, you know, because I'm I was you know asking what 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 goes on, what happens, you know, all the things that they do, and I, it just intrigues me, you know, just the fact that you have to start every thought out loud with a you know who you are and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me because other other than its protocol. What 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 does that do for you? I don't know. Other than that, it teaches you that this is what you do, and so you do it every time. And I think there's there's some good in that. So I don't know. Hmm. Do you think any of your kids will be inclined to? I don't know. Hmm. And, you know, there's part of me that wants to incline them uh-huh. <laughs> as they get yep. older, just strictly for the, the, that training piece of it. Yeah. But then I don't know if that is the smartest thing to do either. Yeah. Because you know, I don't think anyone, it, it's not a light position because there's every likelihood you could be shipped off and killed. Yeah. I mean, that's very, in, in, in 2017, that is extremely possible. Yeah, and quite possibly going to happen. Maybe not the killed part, but being shipped off, and to go yep. out and try to fight somebody in the sand, mm-hmm. just with the nature of our world. 
So, you know, there is that piece that I don't know if I like. But the 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 level of of excellence that is expected is fantastic. Yeah. Well, we do have the most powerful military in the world. And there I'm, you know, there are other militaries that have well-trained people, but <clears throat> our military has seen constant action for the last what 16 17 years and um i know that there are people in in the special operations units that um as an individual have probably 50 times more experience in war than the most battle-hardened person during World War II. Because <clears throat> the average person in Europe who fought in Europe fought for two weeks. <clears throat> and then came back? I mean, when you when you add or it you all died. together, uh, the bat- the times that you were in battle was up like maybe two weeks long. Really? The, the entire time. And here you have <clears throat> you have people. There was a Delta Force guy who died, who got killed like a year or two ago. It was his... I believe his 13th deployment. Wow. And, you know, when they deployed to, when they've been deploying to Iraq, especially during the heat of the war, they would go on two, three missions a night mm-hmm. for, uh, they would go for like 90 days. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, but they, you but could it ha- work. I mean, you were out there constant. Yeah, you were, I mean, you wouldn't probably kill it, people every night, mm-hmm. but probably. I mean, I'm sure there are people that are going to retire from those services, you know, Green Beret, SEALs, Delta Force that have individually killed 200 people, wow. you know. <clears throat> That's crazy. Or more. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine that level of combat. Um, when I was in, you know, there wasn't any there wasn't any war. There was a little, you know, when I was in, there was uh, Pan- Panama was was the big one mm-hmm. when I was in and um and so you could have people who uh who could go a full uh, you know 20 years with never pulling a trigger never seen an enemy never you know right. and that's how the vast majority of armies are <clears throat> and they drill a lot and that's it yeah but the problem is is that you know plans whatever plan that you have stops at the beginning of action, then everything changes, you know, when oh. bullets start to fly. And so um, you you gain knowledge about war through, through blood being shed. Mm-hmm. And if blood hasn't been shed, you might have really good ideas on what you're going to do. But, um, I mean, it's, it takes a while for you to get, like, outstanding. And the U.S. military is absolutely outstanding. <clears throat> yeah. So. Sorry, I'm trying to find something for our good friend Jay. Oh. Uh, like what? Up. Up and away, hey, in the... Oh, sorry, I thought that was the... I... <laughs> so, 
He sent me a message the other day and said I needed <laughs> to drive south of where we are um, <laughs> with this blaring. <laughs> this is the David Allen Show. thinks they're building a, a wall right here in San Antonio. <laughs> well, it's close. It's close. It's, it's close. Closer than Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. We thought maybe, you know, <clears throat> you know, Jay is public school educated, so <laughs> uh, he probably thought San Antonio is right at the border. Right. <clears throat> this ain't San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a wall there. Yeah, a gate at least. This is the David Allen Show, DavidAllenShow.com. Uh, this weird, uh, yeah, show we have going on. It's weird what technology can do. It is crazy, know. yeah. Because in reality, with, with the video piece of this game that we have on our end, uh, it's it's not much different than. Being in, not being in the same room, the being in the same room. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, if I want you to go away, I can just cover you up, and that's fine. But <laughs> <laughs> I did have Vietnamese food, though. You did. I did. That's one. That's very multicultural of you. Multiculti. It was very good, though. I'd have it oh, again. Good. You would. Yeah. Yeah. Had- have you ever had Vietnamese food before? Mm, not no, not before this trip. Oh, I cow stomach—that's special. You had some of cow stomach. <laughs> yeah, some. Yeah, I wasn't sure. And if if you go to my Instagram uh, at, at VPD Studio, um, if you go to my Instagram, there's a picture of uh, some chopsticks holding up what looks like a like a a. St- Strip of like a washcloth, <laughs> and it and wasn't that stripe. <laughs> That's the cow stomach, or I assume it's it may not be cows. It's some sort of uh, it, yeah, yeah. It's weird. I don't know. And the uh, other well, piece that I thought is strange is in that they also put tendon. Really? That's normally what you cut <laughs> off and throw away. But no, they put it in the soup. Tendon? Are you kidding? 
Th- on purpose. Not. Jelly tendon. That's the name of it? No, no. Uh, what is it called? Um, I can't remember exactly how, what it's, what the, ver- the actual words are. But, yeah, it's uh, well, special. I guess my family always ate lutefis, so I guess I can't really complain. Oh, that's like just shoving lye in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> With a fishy flavor. <laughs> yeah. Like I say, it's fish-flavored jello is what it is. Huh. So, yeah. That's real special. I don't know. Evidently, they must have thought it builds character or something. I don't know. <laughs> so, now, do we know how that started? Ludafisk? I... The only thing I could think of is that they were starving to death. There was a slimy fish. They, could, they were to like to make it decent. They pal- palpable. They uh, dipped the it lie. in lye. So well, I think I think the lie was to make it to preserve it. No, the lie was telling your kids that it's okay to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that. Yep, that's it. Here, um, here, here. You you would think. That at some point down the line, the little light bulb, even if it was a candle, would go off above their head and say, you know what? We aren't starving anymore. I, yeah. You know, we don't have to keep doing this. I remember hearing about this guy from around, you know, where I grew up here, who uh, he actually did like sweet corn. Did he or liked, did not? Did not. He liked field corn. <laughs> because growing up, what? That's that's what he ate. That's the stuff his... that actually doesn't taste good, right? Yeah, that's the stuff they feed to cows, and he liked that better than sweet corn. So, uh, but this was back before it was all GMO, though, correct? Uh, well, I think they had different. Um, you know, you'd have different variations, flavors, of yeah, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So I, you know, I think I think it was I I chalk it up to child abuse. So <clears throat> okay. And now yep. Johnny likes to chew on the on on. He, he likes to chew on sawdust. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and don't worry, his teeth will come back. <laughs> or not. Yeah. Isn't culture weird? It is. I, like I find it's I find it really strange that there are kids that grow up in different you know, like think of the children that grow up in Africa who've never experienced the stuff that most of the kids around here have experienced. Mm-hmm. And life the way it is right now is just so weird to them. Um you know, they might I don't know. They might have to walk two miles every day to get some water, mm-hmm. and that's normal to them. Um, and if they were to come to America and experience America, it would just blow their minds, yeah. you know. Uh, so, I mean, Ludafisk, you know, we might call it child abuse, but they must have called it a delicacy. I don't know. <laughs> they must that's have. Weird. Like kimchi in, in Korea, that's just... Cabbage that's soured. Yeah, they they would they put it in a pot and 
dig a hole and put it in the bolt, uh, you know, in a in a hole for thirty days, let it ferment, and then eat it. <clears throat> you know, sounds lovely. Yeah, somebody had to come up with that tasty little number. <clears throat> so, do you think stuff like that happens because it just did? I mean, you have this thing that it just it threw it out, and it got covered up by dirt, and then they somehow dug it up, and why don't we eat it? This looks like something we could eat. You know. Seems strange. Yeah. It's got to be this. Well, okay. People that, you know, that eat bugs in Africa. It's got to be a very similar thing. Yeah. I. Yeah. I, you know, because I'm pretty, I'm pretty set in my ways. Yeah. And I think most people are pretty set in their ways and nothing short uh, short of uh, starving to death. Yeah. Would cause them to change. Right. This is the David Allen Show, everybody. DavidAllenShow.com. All right. All we need is just another brick in the wall. <clears throat> Someone's wall. Maybe? Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, a little, uh, little Pink Floyd, everybody. Uh, uh, th- thank you, Jay, for that recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Being down here in the, the southern southern, oh, southern part of the, the country. Right here in San Antonio, Texas. Is that an area of the world that you would ever be inclined to move to? Like when you get old and and you want to, uh, you know, retire somewhere? Is Texas a place that you would be inclined to move to? My, like, dream world Mm -hmm. would be to own... Like a Class A motorhome. Oh. And then find different, you know, places to just wander about to as as needed. So I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't like the idea of owning a house that lives somewhere and then you own another house that lives somewhere and then you have to go. You know, you have those two places you have to go to. Yeah, I'd sure. much rather have, uh, have options. Sure. And, and I, at this point in my life, I like to drive. Which helps, and so having a motorhome would be fun. Now, maybe huh. when I'm much older and you know don't have to work, then that could be different. But right now, <coughs> yeah, I I don't think there will ever be a time when I don't have to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So I don't have to worry yeah. about that when you're dead. Well, when I dead, yeah, when I'm when dead. I, when yeah. I dead, ah, when, when I dead. when I'm dead, when I dead, I won't have to walk. Correct. You won't. Uh, I saw this today, actually. What? Um, why you should stop drinking milk. Oh, it's not one of these vegan lunatics, is it? This is from February 15, so 10 days ago. Uh, Odyssey, theodysseyonline.com. Uh, let's, uh, <clears throat> a milk mustache might not be so cute after all. Turns out your doctor may be wrong about milk. 
Let's keep in mind that humans are not designed to drink milk. We are the only animals that continue to drink milk after infancy. What's even weirder is that we drink a different animal's milk. Do we see cats drinking a goat's milk? No. Kittens and all other animals no. only drink their own milk. We've been taught to drink milk because it's healthy. Well, it turns out it's not so healthy after all. Here are four reasons why you should stop drinking milk immediately. Now, I think you we could probably make the argument that the reason we don't drink human milk after infancy is because most women wouldn't want to be milked. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There you have it. Uh, uh, ooh. <laughs> So, okay, now it's num- getting weird. Number one, <laughs> it is late. <laughs> number one, uh, reasons not to drink it. Uh, you're drinking pus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, it is one of these. It, this is a pita thing, right? Um. Well, okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, the next okay. point. That, well, they break that down. Um, I bet they do. A glass of milk contains many disturbing ingredients, such as bovine growth hormone, feces, and antibiotics. Quite possibly the most shocking of all is that milk has an alarming amount of pus. Yes, the pus in milk is the same type of cells produced inside a zit. How exactly do these cells get in the milk? Well, it's produced as a reaction to bacteria in the udder, one of the most common infections in dairy cows in the U.S., Pasteurizing the milk depletes it a lot. No, it depletes it of a lot of the harmful bacteria. However, it doesn't sweep it clean. The industry uses the somatic cell count to indicate the quality of milk because the number of cells increase. The number of cells increase in response to bacteria. While the U.S. doesn't have the highest cell count limit in the world, it's far higher than in places like Europe and Canada. Because they're Is this awesome. Huffington Post. No, the Odyssey Online dot com. Odyssey. The next online. line. <clears throat> the Odyssey Online. The next reason is cow's milk isn't meant for humans. A cow's milk is perfectly fit to turn a newborn calf into a four hundred pound cow in just one year. For a human, cow's milk contains an abundant amount of pointless fat, cholesterol, and calories. All of this creates a huge imbalance in the human body. So, I think what they're trying to say is the reason Americans are 400-pound cows is because they're drinking cow's milk. (laughs) Based on that line. Uh, The next problem, the health benefits are misleading. Most Americans drink milk because it's high in calcium, which leads to strong, healthy bones. Well, contrary popular... Contrary to popular belief, no reputable or non-biased scientific study has shown that milk reduces bone fractures. So, if they're going to claim that there's no um, science behind this, they have to be willing to say there's no science behind global warming, man-caused global warming as well. But they're not going to go that route. So, um, we should just... These people are idiots. Uh, The next reason to not drink milk is it's a nightmare for the cows. Did you find the article? No, I didn't. But I'm. <laughs> oh, what I, else did I, you find? I went on Odyssey, <laughs> and the first first thing that they had listed was the brilliant political message by Katy Perry. <laughs> so I'm like, Do okay, everything everything that comes from this now is is tainted. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, it's just not worth listening to. It's no. fun. Um, but keep going. It's not much more. I'll it's pretend a, I'm listening. No. It's a nightmare <laughs> for the cows in the United States spend their lives in mudlots surrounded by diseases and their own feces. In mm. the dairy industry, a cow is raised much to produce like milk. Myself. Over and over again. How does the industry maximize milk production? Well, they repeatedly impregnate cows. This isn't a natural or simple process. First, they must obtain the sperm. Then they do so by using an electro-ejaculator for bulls, which is a rather disturbing process. <laughs> okay. Once the sperm is collected, they confine the cow to a rape rack. The industry's nickname for the device used to inseminate the female cow. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Speaking of that, okay. Have you? Uh, are you still on the face bag, on occasion? Yeah. Okay. Have you? Here, I'll go on. Have you? Have you seen um, the giraffe going to have a baby? Uh, I've heard about it live streaming. Ready? Um, let me go. Hold on. I gotta find it. Um, uh, <laughs> USA Today is 17 hours ago. USA Today headline Live Giraffe Cam pulled. For showing nudity and sexual content. What? Excitement surrounding the imminent birth of a baby giraffe grows by the hour. A live video stream has captured the attention of thousands careful let's see, of thousands carefully inspecting the ins- expectant mother giraffe. April's every move inside the barn of at Animal Adventure Park in Harpersville, New York. But not everyone agrees with the live stream, the zoo said. Zoo owner Jordan Patch took to Facebook Live Thursday morning saying the U- YouTube shut off the giraffe live stream because of, quote, nudity and sexual content. Patch said a, quote, a handful of extremists and animal activists caused the cam to go dark. By kicking our live stream offline, you have literally removed an educational tool and you have harmed the species' survival more than you could ever recognize, he said on Facebook. After the post, the YouTube video was back live. On January 27, a Facebook post by the park indicating mammary development, the final stage in the draft's pregnancy, reached 317,000 people, and its accompanying video was viewed 47,000 times. Since then, audiences have been captivated by the park's giraffe cam. More than 30,000 people watched Friday morning on the park's YouTube page. It's crazy, said the park owner. It's overwhelming. So PETA or somebody claimed that by having a live stream of a giraffe who's going to give birth, (laughs) it's sexual content and nudity. Oh, are you kidding? These these people are crazy. They're lunatics. this, This USA, this is not the onion. This is not the Babylon Bee. This is for real. So I, it's wow. I was listening, uh, talking about the the insanity of these progressive idiots. 
I was listening to um, a Joe Rogan clip, and he was talking about, this is just recently, I guess. Okay. So I'm throwing it out there. Pack check it. Okay. Pack check it. Pack check both. But he was talking about this college. It's an all-women's college. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there was a woman going there who has declared that she is a man now. So uh, I can't remember the name of the college. Um, I can get, I can get the, the clip. Um, but anyways, so she claims she's a woman now and she, uh, uh, since she's a woman now, she uh, or uh, she was a woman, but she's a man now. And when she became a man, I guess she wanted everybody to call her he because she's a a man. Mm-hmm. Anyways, there was a diversity uh, position open in the college to be like the chief diversity officer to promote diversity in the college, and she applied for it. And there was a huge uproar from um, people at the college because she's white. And they thought it would promote patriarchy to have a white man. No way. Even yeah. though she's a woman playing yeah. the part of a man? Isn't yeah. that diverse? Yeah. Oh, so no. she, she went the wrong way. Yeah. So what she needs to say is she needs to start calling herself a black man. And then she'd be fine, right? No. Uh, because she's still a man. Maybe a Muslim black man. <laughs> but that would but do it. Even Joe Rogan, who's who's I mean, he's more libertarian, but he's yeah. definitely socially way on the left. He was just saying these people, they're like piranhas, they eat themselves. Yeah. Uh, this is and he was laughing at it because it cannot last. The insanity. Mm-hmm. So you, in your imaginary mind, decide that you're no longer a female. You're a male. And because you imagine, <laughs> what happens? What, what happens if it's a black woman who comes <laughs> out and says, I am not a black woman anymore. I'm a white male. Right. And then applies oh. for the job. Oh. Would they be that outraged the of diversity, that a it? white man... <laughs> yeah, Applied for this job. <laughs> so speaking of, of outrage, um, a good friend of mine is a photographer in uh, Minnesota and does a fair amount of schools and sports, like sports teams, photography. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and in every day, he constantly, when he does basketball teams, well, any team, but specifically basketball we were talking about, um, he lines them up by height, tall or short. That's how it works. We had one kid come up, he was really short, and the kid looked at him and he says, hey, I'm tall. You want to be in the tall spot? <laughs> and so he said, uh, ha ha, that's funny, you know, go over there. And so the kid went to the short spot. Um, but then he got to thinking, he's like, oh man, I, I may have caused some problem. So he called the principal and said, hey, just heads up, I just want you to know that uh had a little incident, <laughs> and I just want to make sure there's no problems, but... I may have <laughs> insulted someone <laughs> who was identifying as tall and they're short. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. So, of course, the principal said, ha ha. said, thanks a lot. But you know that there's some... It, ha- there's it some has to go there. Out there. But it has yeah. to go there. And the kid was joking, clearly. But it's got to go. And there's news now that there's a, a a boy, no, a girl turning into a boy that's wrestling in high school, I think. And is winning and has been taking, it's like 17-year-old maybe, been taking testosterone for years or whatever. I, I don't know. It's frustrating. It's ridiculous. But, you know, I think, I think we should allow the lunatics to show themselves as lunatics as often as we can. You know, <clears throat> I think that we should take this to the, to its logical conclusion <clears throat> because which until, outrage, which is insane. Yeah. Which is insanity because you can't live that way. Um, and I mean, nobody can live that way. <clears throat> um, society can't live that way. So how about we just push it along? Okay, take it mm-hmm. to your logical conclusion. Mm-hmm. Let's do this so that everybody can see what lunatics you are. And, I mean, even the people who are promoting it uh, <clears throat> will realize that they're, you know, that they got to change. Because at a certain point, people are going to have to, uh, they're going to they're gonna get older, they're going to mature, they're going to get their medication right, hopefully, mm-hmm. and uh, once they get the right medication or, or right therapy and they come out of the insanity, um, they're going to live different because you can't live this way. Right. <sighs> I'm just waiting for that to be next, though. I hope so. I hope and, so. Um, what, it's just fantastic if that's the case. Absolutely fantastic. Because then, I mean, I mean, wh- what can we get? I mean, can, can I identify as a billionaire then next? Um. So today I drove by a Ferrari dealership. <laughs> Can I go identify as a Ferrari owner and just take one? Yeah. In school, in civics, they're teaching about... Currently. 2017, yes? Yeah. They're currently talking about how America is... um, One of the big things is that... uh, that makes us Americans or one of the values in America is the sense of equal opportunity. Mm -hmm. And the question that come, uh, that's asked to the students is America, how is America doing in terms of equality and equal opportunity? And the response is, uh, there's still racism and all this other kind of stuff. And, people you have rich and poor and you you know nobody has equal opportunity and my question is name one society since the beginning of time where there has ever been equal opportunity across the board it can't i mean even in the most uh, egalitarian society there's a vast difference across the board and the for instance 
I'm not six foot five. Um, does that mean that there's something wrong with me because I don't have an equal opportunity to to uh, to, to be dunk a center? The basketball? Yeah, or to ba- yeah to dunk the basketball or oh, to potentially no, be a on, center. No. But you have equal opportunity. No, the, the, the result won't be there. But oh no, no, you don't have opportunity not, in the position. But that's, that's not true. how. Right. That's not how they define it. They, right. You, um, you know, you you, you the, should get to play the position. Yeah. And you or, should get a trampoline to jump on. <laughs> and one of the or or handicap, you know. Uh, you know, like in no, golf, they have handicaps. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Well, like one of the examples is that you have this one person who's rich and this one person is poor, and say they both go to Yale. Do they have the same opportunities when they get done and whatnot? And um, the crazy thing is, if if you took that to its logical conclusion, mm-hmm. you would you would have to make everybody exactly the same. So. The, so what you would do is everybody would have to be the size of the smallest person. So if you're six foot five, you'd have to remove parts of their legs or if not their entire legs so that they're the same height of the smallest person. Because if you didn't do that, then somebody would have an advantage over somebody else. <clears throat> um, and, you know, for instance, when it comes to height, um, and it's not livable in any way, shape, or form, but these kids are hearing this, and they don't think through it, and they don't chew on it. They just swallow it. That assumes these kids know anything. Yeah, they don't, but they're going to spew it out as they get older, Mm -hmm. and unless they have parents or somebody else who's willing to sit there and sit them down and go, this is ridiculous, Mm -hmm. um... You're you're going to have another end. But even educated. then, when you do that, I mean, you get you get lambasted as a parent. Oh, how dare you! Yeah. Well, that's a responsibility. This is the David Allen Show. The giraffe is standing up right now on the live giraffe baby cam. So I have some face bag to read in a moment. Yay, Bambi Cam. Bambi? Bambi. Bambi. Bambi.
speaking of the playground fading, uh, the face bag, <clears throat> one step forward, two steps back. I wish I could say I expected more from our state legislature, but I'm really not surprised. Clearly, your sexual orientation does dictate how good your parenting skills are. This from a college student. Uh, South Dakota legislature, the Senate. Today, this coming from HRC, which is the Human Rights Campaign.org. Which, you, I mean, I when I see HRC.org, I think it's Hillary Rodham Clinton, but apparently yeah, it's, yeah. it's not. Um, they say, this posted February 22nd this year, uh, today HRC and the ACLU of South Dakota slammed a, a vote by the South Dakota Senate, passing Senate Bill SB 149, discriminatory legislation, legislation targeting LGBTQ people and other minorities. SB 149 would enshrine taxpayer-funded discrimination into state law by allowing state-funded adoption and foster care agencies to reject prospective LGBTQ adoptive or foster parents based on the agency's purported religious belief. Let's be clear. This license to discriminate proposal is a direct assault on LGBTQ South Dakotans and their families, said HRC legal director Sarah Warbelow. Now her name is spelled, if you took the word war and below and put those together, her name is Warbelow. Sarah Warbelow. Okay. Uh, Taxpayer money should (laughs) never be used by state-funded adoption agencies to discriminate against prospective parents based on factors that have nothing to do with good parenting. I would disagree, but anyway, uh, this measure could have consequences not just for LGBTQ couples, but for single people, divorced people, and even those of a different faith. The South Dakota House of Representatives must reject this atrocious legislation allowing discrimination contrary to the best interests of children in desperate need of loving, caring homes. Uh, This bill works against the needs of vulnerable children in the foster care system in South Dakota by denying them access to good families and important services. Uh, That the ACLU of South Dakota Public Policy Director Elizabeth Skarin scaring something. Our legislators must take a stand for all South Dakotans, and especially vulnerable children, and ensure that discrimination doesn't get in the way of loving families seeking to provide homes for those who don't have them. SB 149 would allow state-licensed and taxpayer-funded child placement agencies to disregard the best interest of children and turn away qualified South Dakotans seeking to care for a child in need, including LGBTQ couples, interfaith couples, single parents, married couples in which one prospective parent has previously been divorced, or other parents to whom the agency has a purported religious objection. The measure would even allow agencies to refuse to place foster care children with members of their own extended families, a practice often considered to be in the best interest of the child. A qualified, loving LGBTQ grandparent, for example, could be deemed unsuitable under the proposed law. It would also allow agencies to refuse to provide appropriate medical and mental health care to LGBTQ children, if the agency has a purported moral or religious objection 
to providing those services. Shockingly, under SB 149, an agency shocking, shocking couldn't lose its license or contract as a result of subjecting a child to abusive practices like so-called conversion therapy if it claimed such therapy is compelled by religious belief. So, Senate Bill 149, South Dakota Senate. For fun, it's not very long. Let's read it, shall we? Sure. <coughs> an act, for an act entitled an act to provide certain protections to faith-based or religious child placement agencies. Be it enacted by the legislator of the state of South Dakota, section 1. That chapter 26-6 be amended by adding a new section to read terms used in this act mean. All right. So, one, child placement agency. That term means an organization that receives and places children in foster homes or for adoption with or without compensation as a regular activity of that organization or that performs those services as an adjunct to other regular activities. Uh, state benefit program means any program administered or funded by the state or by any agent on behalf of the state that provides cash payments, grants, contracts, loans, or in-kind assistance. Um, state. State means two things. A, the state of South Dakota or any political subdivision thereof. And B, any agency of the state of South Dakota or of a political subdivision of the state, including any department, bureau, board, commission, uh, council, court, or public institution of higher education. Any person acting under the authority of the state. <clears throat> All right. Now. Uh, section 2, the chapter 26.6 be amended by adding a new section to read the following. For the purposes of this act, the term adverse action means any action that directly or indirectly adversely affects a child placement agency or organization seeking to become a child placement agency, places the children, uh, places the child placement agency or organization in a worse position than it was in before the action was taken. All right. Uh, for the purposes of this act, the term. Let's see. Uh, before the action was taken or is likely to deter an adverse action or organization from acting or refusing to act. The term includes, without limitation, the following. One, altering in any way the tax treatment of or causing any tax penalty. Okay. Uh, disallowing, denying, or otherwise making unavailable a deduction for state tax purposes of any charitable contribution made to an organization, denying an application for refusing to renew or canceling any benefit from a state benefit program, declining to enter into, into refusing to renew or canceling a contract, declining to issue, refusing to renew or canceling a license, imposing, levying, or assessing a monetary fine, fee, penalty, damages, award, or injunction, taking any enforcement action. That's kind of broad any enforcement action. Uh, I think you probably could have left it at that. 
discriminating against an organization in regard to participation in a state benefit program. All right, the chapter 26.6 be amended by adding a new section to read the following. No child placement agency may be required to provide any service that conflicts with or provide any service under circumstances that conflict with any sincerely held religious belief or moral conviction of the child placement agency. Sounds reasonable. Huh. Section 4. That chapter 26.6 be amended by adding a new section to read the following. The state may not discriminate or take any adverse action against a child placement agency or an organization seeking to become a child placement agency on the basis wholly or partly that the child placement agency has declined or will decline to provide any service that conflicts with or provide any service under circumstances that conflict with a sincerely held religious belief or moral conviction of the child placement agency. The state may not enter into a contract that is inconsistent with, would any way interfere with, or would in any way require an organization to surrender any right created in this act. Section 5, adding a new section to read, any faith-based or religious child placement agency or organization that seeks to become a child placement agency is eligible on the same basis as any other child placement agency or organization to receive a license to or participate in a state benefit program. The state may not discriminate against a faith-based or religious organization on the basis wholly or in part of the organization's religious character or affiliation. Section 6, add a new section. A faith-based or religious child placement agency that enters into a contract with the state or participates in a state benefit program for child placement services shall retain the agency's independence from the state, including the child placement agency's control over the definition, development, practice, and expression of the agency's religious beliefs and moral convictions. The agency's hiring and employment practices, the decisions as to whether any child placement service conflicts with any sincerely held religious belief or moral conviction of the agency. So what I'm seeing here in a pattern is they don't want to restrict um, your religiously held beliefs as a child placement agency. Now, if people are whining and crying because a, a state-funded institution, then maybe they should make their own state-funded thing that only caters toward um, LGBTQs. Exactly. If they're really that worried about it, how hard can it be? But for anyone yeah. to be mad, well, the Catholics, how in the world can they discriminate? Well, they're not discriminating. They just have rules. Everyone has rules. You, I, I can't walk into a restaurant without a shirt and shoes on and get service. Well, that's discrimination. Huh. I'm, not allowed, I'm not allowed to walk on that base that's half a mile away from here. Unless I have proper paperwork. How come? Well, that's discrimination. I should have access. Let me on. No. I can't go in a store after they're closed. the doors are closed. Well, that's discrimination. They are discriminating against me because I am awake at night. And so they should allow me to come in because I'm awake at night. Discrimination. I'm with you. 
okay, how I, go ahead. I think uh this is another example of crazy people. Hmm, okay. I mean <clears throat> um but I I don't know what you can do. Um nothing. And and part of it, I mean America has to decide well. Oh, okay. Where we're going to yeah. move forward on this. Yes. Uh, but back to my the reason for even bringing this up. This was posted by College Kid. And saying that, well, one step forward, two steps back. I don't know what that means, but okay. Uh, I wish I could say I expected more from our state. But really, I'm not surprised. So why post it? Who cares? Um, and so then, this person is outraged. Well, clearly, your sexual orientation does dictate how good your parenting skills are. Uh, okay. I, I I don't think it has anything to do with parenting skills. I think it has everything to do with truth, in my mind. Yeah. But that's beside the point. So then, here's the comments. This is the reason this <laughs> bugs me. High school kid comments. And says, why can't people just accept other people for who they are? It's so stupid, and it's not hurting anything. Now, I have kind of made it a rule that I won't engage on Facebag. And so I haven't. But what I want to do, and I figured it, I could engage right here on this podcast, because but, but that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> so, if this kid's logic... Why can't people just accept other people for who they are? It's so stupid and not hurting anything. Okay. So, accept me yes. for being a black man. If I say I'm black or I say I'm Asian, you have to accept it. Now, that's lunacy. I am seven feet tall. You must accept me because it's not hurting anything. You accept it and you, you, you treat me like I'm that. It hurts nothing. It's not hurting you. How does it harm you? No, that's outrageous. And so, how is it not outrageous? I, I'm a cow today. You must treat me as a cow. Uh, I am a Persian kitten. I would like to be petted, and I would like to be fed um, on a silver platter every day. And I will meow because I'm a kitten. It doesn't hurt anyone. You must accept me for who I am. That's outrageous. And yet, these high school kid, high school, 17, maybe 18. No, 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 no. I don't think he's even that old. But again, what, like... What I, is wrong? Well, like like I, I said uh, in civics class, they, they get uh, poured down their throat this idea... That there is such thing as um, equal opportunity across the board, or at the very least, that we should make sure that we have equal opportunity when actually what we need is equal access to okay. opportunities, not equal opportunities. <clears throat> and so they hear this, it becomes a mantra. They don't think about it, they, uh, they're patted on their head. And told that they're that they're good if they if they regurgitate the same stuff, 
So like Pavlovian dogs, like we all are in some ways at times, they just, they get their, their, uh, their, their, I don't know, their treat. Um, (laughs) that's, that's good, Johnny. Now go sit down, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, none of these people have thought about that. I mean, really? No, clearly not. Well, or if they have thought about it, they have no basis of reality to go from. Yeah, exactly. And any reality comes from Ariana Grande or Pitbull or uh, Al Gore. I mean, the HuffPo BuzzFeed. I mean, these kids are that that's it right there. They're following BuzzFeed and getting truth from BuzzFeed. Yeah. There ain't no truth in BuzzFeed. Yep. No no baby giraffe yet. Stinking stinking mom is just standing there. Come on, get with the program. How hard can it be? Yeah, exactly. Have that kid. <clears throat> Come on, put your back into it. <laughs> or your long neck. Oh wait, that <laughs> That could be insulting. Uh Scorsese Martin uh says it's a scary time for the world. Why? Martin Scorsese has warned um, the world is walking into a scary time in Ireland to accept an an Anne Honor. uh, The Oscar-winning director said recent global developments remind him of the years leading into the Second World War. Being fascinated by history, I read as much as I can, he told an audience at Trinity College, Dublin. I just, it just reminds me of the late 20s and 30s. Was he alive back then? Reading about how these things could have happened at that time, it's a scary time. Referring to the rise of global terrorism, Mr. Scorsese said that the aftermath of the 2003 Iraq invasion had created thousands and thousands of Travis Bickles. Give us a history lesson. Who's Travis Bickle? Man, I don't know. Here. Let me go. Travis. Hmm? Travis Bickle. Mm-hmm. B-I-C-K-L-E. Yep. Oh, okay. It's uh, the fictional character from Taxi Driver. It's uh, Robert De Niro played him. Hmm. And have you ever heard of somebody going, are you talking to me? Oh, are you yeah, talking that, that to guy? me? That came from that. Oh. They say they have nothing to lose, he added. Bickles is the, oh, I guess I could have read farther. Bickles is the depressed loner at the center of his cl- of his classic 76 thriller Taxi Driver, who is drawn to violence in his disgust against the decadence and sleaze he perceives around him. Mr. Scorsese was in Dublin to collect a gold medal from Trinity College's Philosophical Society. Arriving in a blacked-out Mercedes car, he said it was a great honor and that he has surprised, he was surprised and moved by the award. Former recipients include Vice President Joe Biden, Scotland First Minister Nicola Sturgeon, Al Pacino, Tim Cook, and Dame Helen Mirren. Later, Scorsese addressed hundreds of students in the college's examination hall, many of whom had queued for up to six hours to see the director behind some of the most celebrated films over the past five decades. 
During his address, he attacked celebrity culture as a monster that has to be fed, adding that it is the work that matters. Over the weekend, Mr. Scorsese will also receive the Irish Film and Television Academy's John Ford Award during a special ceremony in Dublin. President of Ireland Michael Higgins, Michael D. Higgins, will present the honor. Speaking ahead of the event, Martin, Mr. Scorsese said an award created in celebration of John Ford's artistry and prestige has great personal significance for me. End quote. So run, run, we're all going to die. Ugh. I just, uh, that just really irritates me. Um, the celebrities giving their opinion about stuff <clears throat> as if we should listen to them because they're a celebrity, you know? Well, almost across the board, whether it's movies or music, they are being marginalized greatly. And so maybe this is their last-ditch effort to to try to cling on to some sort of mind, uh, you know, mind control. Mm. I don't know. It sounds right to me. Mm. I'm going to see if I can find something here. Bonk. Bing, bing. A bong, bong. Um, <clears throat> what, 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 what? Okay, no, let me type some more. There we go. Thank you, Apple. Thanks, Apple. <laughs> um... Let me see if this is on. All right. So let's see if this comes through properly. This is Mika, Mika Brzezinski. Um, speaking of brainwashing and indoctrination, going back to this. Um, Re revamping it and this idea is that he's really someone who got on stage told you exactly what he was going to do and then did it and a lot of people I think in Washington and a lot of I think intellectuals are saying like what's going on this feels so uncertain but for Trump supporters and the people who were even some of the people who are skeptical of him he's looking like he's getting stuff done exactly right. I, I, that is that's exactly what I hear what you just said is what I hear from all the Trump supporters that I talk to who were Trump voters and are still Trump supporters, they go, yeah, you guys are going crazy. He's doing, what are you so surprised about? He's doing exactly what he said he's going to do. Well, and I think that the dangerous, you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts, and it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that if, is the that is our you, job. Yeah. If you look at the issues. <laughs> really? Thanks, Mika. Uh, That's our job uh, to control what people think. Is that a so, Freudian slip? Uh, <laughs> I think, or is that like in your face? Well, if 
yeah, the uh, the no agenda gentlemen uh, have the idea that the truth wants to come out <laughs> and will. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so lots of times stuff just gets said. That's true. Yeah, we didn't mean to say that, but there it is. Hmm. So I thought that was a little bit intriguing. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. And uh, what's his name? Didn't call her on it or didn't comment or nobody commented about well, it. I, I didn't. <clears throat> I don't know what went on after that, but. It, it was a throwaway line. It was underneath old Joe Scarborough was talking, so it's possible no one caught it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's probably scripted, you know what I mean? But <clears throat> it's interesting how, I mean, in some ways you could say that that's almost, that that is, you know, kind of subtle brainwashing, you know, mm-hmm. desensitizing people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Cyprus. Mac Beggs, the transgender wrestler from Euless Trinity High School, is halfway home to capturing the Class 6A State Girls Wrestling Championship in the 110-pound weight class. Beggs dismantled two opponents on Friday's opening day, earning a major decision Wait. over League City Who's this? Clear Springs Taylor Latham. Uh, Mac, M-A-C-K, Beggs, B-E-G-G-S. Now, does this person have ovaries? I don't know. We'll see. Both of Begg's opponents managed to avoid being pinned, but neither provided enough resistance to make the match close at the UIL wrestling tournament. Begg's advanced to Saturday's 10.30 a.m. semifinal against area rival Kalen Clay of Grand Prairie. Begg's defeated Clay in the semifinals of last week's regional tournament in Allen. Uh, for the most part, Friday's action was routine despite the sudden swirling controversy around Beggs, whose gender transition from female to male became a news story after the regional tournament. Beggs' matches did not draw any more of a crowd than any other match taking place simultaneously in the 10 connected mats inside the mostly filled Berry Center. Uh, and while fans mostly cheered Beggs' two victories, there were some outliers. One woman could be heard after Beggs' victory over Engert yelling at the Toscosa wrestler, At least you got out there! Okay. At the regional tournament, two wrestlers forfeited rather than grapple with Beggs. One, Couples Madeline Rocha who had already qualified for state, lost her opening round match Friday in Cyprus. After losing to Beggs, who has been on testosterone treatment since, since October 2015, Ingert left the mat in tears, and her coach tersely declined an interview request for her wrestler. Many of the coaches have said they're not upset at Beggs, but just the predicament of their girls having to wrestle against an athlete on testosterone. But at exactly. least one wrestling parent yelled cheater at Beggs. Look at how beefed up she is, Overstreet said. It's because she's taking an enhancement. Whether she's a boy, girl, what's to be wants to be purple or blue, it doesn't matter. When you're using a drug and you're ten times stronger than the person you're wrestling because of that drug, that shouldn't be allowed. One athletic director watching the action who asked for his name not to be used because of the sensitivity of the issue 
said he believes, quote, there is cause for concern because of the testosterone. I think there is a benefit. While Beggs has said he'd prefer, you know, he, she, she. Uh, they wrote he, but we're going to go to biology here. Uh, she'd prefer to wrestle against boys. University Interscholastic League rules force Beggs to compete as a girl. The UIL <laughs> uses an athlete's birth certificate to determine gender, a measure overwhelmingly approved by the state school superintendents a year ago. The rule prohibits girls from wrestling in the boys' division and vice versa. UIL provides an exception for a steroid that is prescribed by a medical practitioner for a valid medical purpose. The UIL has reviewed Begg's medical records and granted him, her, permission to compete while taking the testosterone. That is outrageous. Yep. It's pathetic. It's wrong. Lisa Latham, the mother of Begg's first opponent Friday, said she wanted her daughter to forfeit the match and her chance of earning a state medal. I wanted her to forfeit as a protective mom, she said. She's a fighter. She's not a quitter. She's a senior. She fought for the last three years to get here. She, had, she was going to see it through, even though I wasn't sharing the same opinion. Tyler Latham shook hands with Beggs, who then raised his her arms and pointed high into the stands where his her mother, father, sister, stepmom, and stepdad were all seated in the same row in the second deck of seating. <clears throat> now why are, why are we surprised if 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 one of the girls there decided that she wanted to win and started taking testosterone so she'd be stronger than all the other girls that um, wouldn't be allowed that wouldn't be allowed nope. I would imagine nope 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 yeah I don't know what to think. Oh, I know what to think. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, It's just outrageous. Yep. Every bit of it is outrageous. Oh, my. Well, this has been an interesting show. Well, I... I mean, I'm I'm intrigued. <laughs> I don't know about the listeners, but hey, this is nah, with, yeah. this is the David Allen Show. DavidAllenShow.com. Um, <laughs> next week we should be back in studio. I don't have any crazy plans. You're not going to uh, Texas. I'm, next week I, if I'm yeah. still here next week we got problems oh <laughs> so hopefully that won't happen alright I think whatever that means you say the, I think that means the timer has run out oh uh, yes all <laughs> any oh you know what let's see I did Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I was listening to the radio station, a radio station down here the other day. Yep. And it cracked me up because almost always morning shows have uh, traffic and weather on the eights. Oh, yeah. Yep. This station had traffic and weather on the ones. <laughs> So, on the on the, on the ones, what on the ones, <laughs> so ba- basically you get that first. Huh. Traffic and weather is the first thing you're going to get. Traffic and weather on the ones, everybody, here on KPAD or whatever it was. K K K Pad. K Pad. Yeah. Well, um, are you doing anything fun this weekend? Uh, uh, uh yeah, no. <laughs> Didn't take me long to realize I'm not doing anything fun this weekend. <clears throat> um, that's boring. Boring. When when do you boring? When do you, when do you jaunt back? Uh, from Sunday evening, came. we will begin the trek back north. Ah. So that will be interesting. Mm-hmm. I see. You see, indeed. Yes. Indubitably. Indubitably, indeed. <clears throat> In- yes. Uh, indubitably. Yes. Well... Um, well, any, uh, oh, let's see. Hold on real fast. If I can get that open. Hello. No, that's not what we wanted. I, I mean, I wasn't going to gloat too much. You weren't going to do what too much? I wasn't going to gloat too much. However, uh, speaking of traffic and weather on the eights, this is traffic or weather on the fives. Oh, sixes just changed <laughs> on the sixes, everybody. Uh, currently 58 degrees here in this fine San Antonio weather. Uh, early morning tomorrow, 44 is a low. The high tomorrow, 67. Sunshine with a little a little bit of cool. Uh, the evening, 45. And that, oh, that's not so bad. Um, let's just um, just check. Uh, oh, current weather uh, where you are, 18. Uh, early a.m. will be 15, partly cloudy. Uh, high of 35 periods of cloud and sun tomorrow. Um, our evening uh, in the twenty-one. So uh, Ooh, that will be special. And you got no snow, though. No snow. Yeah. Hmm. That is correct, though. Interesting. We ain't got nothing. Ain't got it. No. No, say. All right. Just remember, um, if you want to cheat at wrestling, take some testosterone. Been there, done that. Oh, whoa, that's in. Oh, hold on. 
Giraffe watch. Stinking giraffe still standing up. No baby. I think it's a ruse. This is all a ruse. There's no... I think it's not even pregnant. Yeah, how much money are they making, oh, you man, know, yeah. streaming people? Yeah. 300, <clears throat> 304 people right now. It is 12.07 uh, a.m. 304 people are watching this, and I'm one of them. <laughs> so 303 normal people, maybe not, <laughs> are watching this. Weird. Well, uh, any last words for you? Um, no. It's, uh, enjoy the warmth. Oh, yeah. Enjoy the news of the warm, everybody. This is the David Allen Show. DavidAllenShow.com. Uh, we'll be back again next weekend. Um, hopefully on Saturday. But we aren't terribly sure, but it's, it'll be close. Uh, DavidAllenShow.com. If you have any questions or comments, DavidAllenShow at gmail.com. Well, uh, we are uh, here for you. <laughs> if you <laughs> if you want to send us anything, you want to give us a note. Uh, hey, cash even. You can always drop <laughs> it off. Um, <laughs> anyway, con- DavidAllenShow.com. Subscribe. Tell your friends. that That's the best thing. Tell your friends about us. Subscribe on the iTunes. We're on the Google Play Store. The David Allen Show. Um, I think that's it. I'm uh, uh, going to head out here. I am in um, the Southern Command Post here in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, and uh, David is uh, still in the Northern Tundra. Yeah, he is. All right. That's right, baby. Yo. See you next week. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. Tartar. See ya. TTFN. Yeah. How do you what toodle toodles for now? What? Oh Tata for now. (laughs) Right. That's my line. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh brother. Alright. See ya. See ya.